What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of the Jets Brawl. Um, it's just me today. Kyle has to work. Um, so we have a special guest on today. It's Pat's week. It's probably the least exciting Pat's week, I think, in the history of this franchise. Um, it's really it's exci- it's only exciting on one side of the token, I think. I don't know how you feel. We have Brianna Pierre on with us. Brianna, how are you doing today? Let's get let's get uh, that let's get that started. How are you doing today? I'm I'm great. I'm great. <laughs> Thank you. How are you? Just doing phenomenal. Yeah. So we as Jet fans, we like to like Patriots Week is like the one you usually we usually mark on the calendar. It's like, all right, this is finally the year we're gonna beat New England. Now how is it for you guys? It's just, it just is it just another another game on the schedule? Like, can't wait to shut these losers up. How's that for you? Um, this is gonna sound really, really mean and really cocky, and I don't mean it in either ways. But it it's an automatic win. Yep. That's unless it's it. like, unless it's like the absolute last game of the season and guys are resting and whatever. But like more often than not, you look at the Jets and the last few years, it's just like, yeah, hey. Yeah. No, there's another one. So another bye week. We get two bye, yeah. weeks, three bye. Sorry, weeks that sounds season. that sounds awful, but like no, it's totally like <laughs> I, I totally get it because it's like you, you. I see on Jets Twitter like we're all getting excited. It's especially last year, right? Like the Monday night game. Sam comes back after. Oh, that mono. was great. I yeah. was actually there, and it was. Were you? Yeah. Sam comes back yeah. after mono, right? Plays good against the Cowboys, and it's like you start doing the math in your head. You're like, all right, if we beat New England on Monday night. We're kind of back into things. The schedule gets a little bit easier. And then in typical Jets Patriots fashion, it's just like, you know, 13, 13 play drive to start the game. And it's just like, all right, sick. <laughs> awesome. Just right down our throats. The game's over. Yeah. That was the C and ghosts game. I remember that. All right. I'm Sorry. Gonna I'm going to cut that part out. Sorry. That's still, that's still like people, it was like kind of funny for a little bit. And then people just like kept doing it. And it's like, all right, guys, we get it. Like Sam's bad. The Jets are bad. Yeah. We get it. Um, I think the more important question, I think the thing a lot of people want to know is how many boots do you have now? What's the boot count? Up to? Oh, hmm. boy. Um, didn't see that one coming. Yeah, no, I didn't. I would have counted had I known. <laughs> uh, I, I want to say I'm at like 12 now. Okay. In total. Um, not insane, but still a little over the top. But um, yeah, I think that's it but it's also i mean it's only november so that's true still early <laughs> it might be more who knows still, still early yeah no i i was i was gonna guess higher yeah I yeah go, so like 18 i figured no not yet but I don't, maybe i also don't know how that works because like as a guy we just buy sneakers and it's just like all right these are sneakers i'll probably wear these one time and yeah never mm-hmm. wear them again shoes are very different when you're a girl especially like when you live like I live up in Boston and you need to be able like if in normal life if I was going out like you need to be able to have like a pair of heels or like boots that have a heel or whatever that you can wear when there's no ice and then a pair that you can wear where there is ice and then 
when you're walking depends on where you're going if you have like a thin um (laughs) if you go somewhere with cobblestones like it's living in boston and shoes like it's a whole formula it's annoying so that kind of plays into it i think i use that more of an excuse than a reason um Look, we're hitting a dirt trail. I need to get these new pair of boots. Yeah, exactly. I simply, can, I simply don't have them in my arsenal right now to go. I might, I might go to Texas one time in my life, so I need a pair of cowboy for boots. Two and... days, and I might wear them for four yeah. hours. Yeah, exactly. I need to buy these. So totally right. Yeah, so I See, completely get I'm it. I'm glad you understand. I Somebody completely understand. get it. I'm the same with sneakers. It's like, <laughs> hey, these look kind of cool. Probably only going to wear these once, but like, I'm bored, so I kind of mm. want to buy sneakers. So there it is. Um, all right, so let's get into it. So this Patriots season is obviously unlike anything that we've seen anything I've seen, you know, in the past two decades or so. And I, for some reason, my dad thinks I'm a closet Patriots fan because of how much old Patriots games I watch. That's not the case. Okay. I'm just, okay. No, don't give me that look. Um, (laughs) he thinks, he thinks because I watch a lot of the old Patriots games just because I'm obsessed with how good they were. Right. Just not only to be that dominant, but in a sport where you typically do not see that kind of thing, for them to be just so dominant year after year after year, it's just like, holy shit, like, why does it work like the way that it is? Um, And then going into this year, I I see a lot of people being like, Buffalo, Buffalo, and it's just like, all right, let's pump the brakes a little bit, right? Like, Buffalo Buffalo hasn't done shit in, since I've been alive. And until I see the Patriots actually not be at the top of the AFC East, I'm just not picking against them. Now that was end of August, early September. Here we are now, yeah. beginning of November, and it's the two and five Patriots against the O and H Jets. So it's where does it start? Because I'm watching some of these games, and yeah, Cam's holding on to the ball a little bit too long, but then the receivers aren't getting open. But then you got it's the revolving door of offensive linemen. The defense is just looks very very slow. It seems like there's yeah. a, just a lot of issues compounding. But what I'm seeing is a lot of the blame getting thrown on Cam. And I don't necessarily understand why. Maybe it's just because he's the quarterback and he's coming after Tom. I don't know. What is your assessment of this team right now? Um, so I'm going to start with that, with the whole blame game situation, because I that's something I've noticed too. And it drives me absolutely insane that people are placing all of the blame for this team's issues on Cam. Like, okay, Cam's not letting up over 100 yards rushing per game. Sure, like you said, he holds on to the ball too long. His decision-making maybe isn't great. He couldn't help the fact that he got corona and missed a game and then came back and played like crap. Like it's, whether he was asymptomatic or not, like his body is still fighting off a virus. So you don't know what effects it had on him. And maybe that's why he's been playing like crap. Maybe his body's not feeling 100%. I don't know. Like everybody's saying that's not the case. Nobody knows. But it's more, there's more to it than placing the blame on Cam Newton. And like you said, I feel like a lot of it is because he's the guy after Brady and people, it's like a, a shock and, mm-hmm. and they're still not used to it, which, okay. Like I get that. Um, another thing I think this is a lot of Patriots fans were so high on Jared Stidham being the guy. Um that I think it's, I don't know. I don't want to say that they're upset that he's not, but like it didn't go the way they wanted to. So I feel mm. like they're just kind of like bitter for no reason, but every snap Jared Sidham has played except for that 
the one touchdown. That's literally the touchdown in Akil Harry. I think it was probably one of the only positive plays he's had. Every he's thrown an interception every time he's been on the field. And like before it came assigned, I was like, yeah, roll it, sit him. Why not? Like, what's just because? Who the hell else is it going to be? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um. And then they signed Cam, and then that's when I think everything shifted in my mind. I'll, I'll just speak for myself on this one. Shifted in my mind where I had the thought that if they rolled with Stidham, they would be a 500 team at best. Um, and with Cam, if he stayed healthy, I thought they'd be a playoff team. And I did not see this happening. Where we are right now, I, like, I didn't plan for it whatsoever. Um, the quarterback is to blame a little bit. So is coaching. So is play calling. So is the defense. Um, they have been injured. Not that that's an excuse, but it's just a factor that plays into where they're at right now. Um, losing Edelman sucks. Losing David Andrews for however many games he was out sucks. Like it's, you can only do so much with what you've got and they mm-hmm. haven't had it all except for the, basically the first game of the season. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. I, I hope they can turn things around. I hope this is like the reset week, but Listen. I, have, I have no idea. <laughs> if you think Bill Belichick is going to lose to an Adam Gase coach Jets team. God, if if that's the case and if he does lose, that's when I'm like, I blow this stuff up. Yeah. Get it out of here. Mm, yeah, and it's it's – it was weird, too, seeing how the Patriots played in week one, right, where it was very run-heavy. It kind of seemed like they weren't giving Cam a lot to do in the passing game, which is fine. I mean, if that's the offense that you wanted to run with Cam, and you, they, I mean, the Dolphins hadn't seen an offense like that with the Patriots, that's totally fine. And then in that second half of the Seahawks game, you started to see them open it up a little bit. And Cam's, for some, Cam's throwing motion just petrifies me all the time because I think the ball is yeah. going to go nowhere near where it's intended to. But in that Seattle game, that second half, he was on the money and they were opening it up and they were stretching the ball down the field. Um, Edelman made Jamal Adams his son in that game, which I was very happy to see. Um, yeah. And then, you know, the, the whole coronavirus thing with him. And then now it just looks like, you know, he's skipping balls to receivers. And with the offense, I honestly don't know what <clears throat> – they're trying to do it seems like they're trying to get Damian Harris more involved but outside of that it's just like you know Jacoby Myers your guy had a good game uh on Sunday but like it seems like without Edelman and without even even with Edelman like outside of the Seattle game he's just been a non-factor which let's get into that because that's that's something that boggles my mind it's a guy who is just consistently gets open for the past 10 years and then all of a sudden Tom's gone and then he's just basically a non-factor outside of that Seattle game. Yeah, I, I do think a lot of it has to do with the fact that he came into this season not even close to 100%. He probably wasn't even 50% healthy. Do you think he's just heartbroken? Um, I think he's bummed. Think? I do think he carries a little bit of resentment towards Brady because he took Gronk with him. Mm-hmm. Um, this might be complete bullshit. I don't know, but this is just my idea. I think he's a little bitter. Um, not only that he left after Edelman signed that extension, mm-hmm. um, but he made Gronk, not made him, but had Gronk come out of retirement um, and go with him. And Jules is Brady's boy. They're yep. brothers. They're best friends. <laughs> um, I think he's a little, a little miffed about that. 
Um, I do think even during, you know, training camp that he was beat up. He's, I mean, by, he's not old, but by receiver standards, he's old. He's 34. It's, and I do, I think not having a preseason with a new quarterback kind of screwed them. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say, I think it's, they're doing better without a preseason with Cam than they would have with um, Jarrett Stidham, who had no NFL experience. Like you at least have a guy that's won an MVP. He's played Mm -hmm. in the league for a few years. He went to a Super Bowl albeit they lost, like whatever. But he has the experience. He knows he's... Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. I feel like more capable of adapting than Stidham would have been. Mm. Um, but I still think those four games would have been helpful just to get them all on the same page before they went into the season. Um and yeah, aside from that Seattle game, like he, I don't know. I don't, he just, he's got the drops. His hands like don't work anymore. Yeah. It pains me to see. It really does. It sucked. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> like you don't want Jules him to like go out like this. If this is, you know, if he's nearing the end of his career, like you don't want it to be like, oh, he just got old and mm. like the light bulb started flashing and it finally burnt out. Like you don't right. want that. Yeah. And what pains me is that it's not the fact – I mean, even in the Seattle game, like there was like three times where I thought he was just not going to get up and he was just going to be done with football. And yeah. it, it, I think to me it's, it looks like a Brady kind of thing where he – you know, obviously, I mean, he'll never say something, but it's just like when he, when he's has, when he, doesn't, have, when he doesn't have with Cam is like with Brady, especially that offense, right? It's so predicated on getting to a spot, reading defenses, like a lot of option routes for Edelman. And when you watch it now, it just seems like he's running that crosser over the middle or he's just yep. sitting in the middle. And they obviously don't have that timing down that him and Tom did. And it kind of looks like he's checked out. I don't like – that's just what I'm kind of seeing. It's just like the body language. It just kind of seems like he's, you know, not that into it. Which I can't blame it. Like like you were saying, he's getting older. You know, the past couple of years, the injuries have just kind of been like nagging out. You know, last or before it was just like you know, broken foot, broken hand, torn ACL, whatever things yeah. that just happened. But the last couple of years has just been kind of nagging injuries. He just doesn't look into it this year. Yeah, it's all like wear and tear stuff now. It's things that mm-hmm. you expect from an older player, like 
the bone on bone injury he's dealing with with his knee right now. Like that's, yeah, he's been playing nonstop for over a decade. Like he does not take days off unless he absolutely has to. It's, that's something you'd expect, but that's also something, like you said, is nagging and it's not going to go away and it's a wear and tear injury. And the only way to make it better is to completely stop mm-hmm. what you're doing to make it worse. He's not going to do that. No. So it's just like, I don't know, but I, I have noticed, like, just when they cut to the sidelines and he's sitting on the bench, like, next to Cam, he just, yeah, he looks, right? he looks out of it. And it's just, maybe he's frustrated um, that he's not getting targets. Maybe he's frustrated with himself because he's playing like crap, and that's why he's not getting targets. I don't know. But, yeah, there have been moments where he's kind of seen, like, all right, I'm ready to just to just stop. Send Fuck me to Tampa. Yeah. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, yeah. Um the Belichick thing that's yeah that's been it's yeah. kind of been ramped up a little bit now and you know people from what I've seen is just they're piling on Bill because it's like the salary cap thing and this and that but it's like bro they won fucking six Super Bowls in 20 years like yeah dude I'll take a year from hell <laughs> if it means right, yeah. the four for 20 years but you know having a guy like Tom and just kind of having the camaraderie at the top where they had a Tom on offense. They had a Hightower and a McCourty on defense for all of those years. And, you know, with High being out and Brady obviously in Tampa, those holes start to get, you know, the light shines a little bit brighter on those things. Now, the argument that Bill the GM hurts Bill the coach, I've never really understood because it's the same person. And right. these other teams are drafting differently. Right. And Belichick's draft, like the way that they draft is completely different from the way any other teams draft. And with him, it's just like, Hey, can this guy, what can, what can this guy do? Like, I want to know what he's good at. Where can we fit him in our offense? Is he going to be a good Patriot? All that stuff. How much of the, like, what's the, the sense up there with, with Bill? Is, are there people frustrated or is it bad? Uh, if you listen to sports radio up here, you have people calling for his job. Oh boy. Which is <laughs> GM wild. Bill or head coach Bill or both? All of the above. I've had oh, people boy. say GM Bill needs to go and give Nick Casario the reins and like let him draft and whatever. Um, and then I've heard people just say that he needs to be fired. Like two and five is unacceptable. He's like, he's making excuses. He needs to be fired. Like seven what? games. it's I mean like I get being frustrated like I'm frustrated as I'll have this football team right now but I'm not gonna sit here with the greatest coach of all time Mm -hmm. and say wow after 20 years of being on top of the league after six Super Bowls after nine appearances one year of being crappy below average he's I want him fired like that's it's asinine. I don't know. God forbid. But it's also, a year yeah, in a pandemic. It's also like, <laughs> it, so fitting for sports fans up in Boston. Like, I'll throw myself in this too. Like, we're, we're just so like in the moment up here. Like, oh, mm-hmm. like shit, this is what's happening right now. This is how I'm going to feel about it right now. I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to look at the next week or the week after that. Right now, this is how I'm feeling. So this is the crap that's going to spurt out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. And like, whatever, if Boston fans are listening to this, they're going to be like, oh, well, you do this too. I know I said that, <laughs> um, but like, that's just how we are. Mm-hmm. But I think that there needs to be a line in the sand when it comes to that. And Bill Belichick 
needing to be fired is so far over that line mm-hmm. that you just don't cross because that's stupid. Um, but yeah, people are pissed and people are, you know, saying that he's making excuses, the salary cap excuses, bullshit, blah, 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 which, yeah, I mean, more or less. Right. But at the same time, it's like, guys, you just came off yeah. two decades. Not, like, come on. Like, I get it. Like, it's not going to be all sunshine and, and rainbows with this. And, you know, Bill put himself in that position. And look, guess what? I still have faith that Bill's going to turn it around in a year or two. Like, yeah. coming off of a, a, a run like the Patriots have had, still having Belichick, and then just being like, hey, you know what? We could probably get a really good pick this year, draft a blue chip yep. guy, and turn this thing around when guys come back next year. Like, you pro- you're not going to have the that best part. The best part is the same people right this second that are saying Belichick should be fired are the same people in a year or two when he actually does that mm-hmm. that are like, oh, chestnut checkers, it's Genius. Bill Belichick. Like, you can't Belichick have way. it both ways. You can't <laughs> have it both ways. Um, here's the thing. I don't know if you've thought about this. Uh, have you tried doing what you did for Marcus Smart for Cam Newton? I don't want to uh, give you all the credit, mm-hmm. but I just want to say – Marcus Smart basically turned into Steph Curry. He did. He did. I, um, I'm just wondering if, if that's crossed cross your mind a bit. I, I have not thought about hmm. it. Um, I don't know. Hmm. I, feel like, I feel like the magic I had over the summer when it came to that, I feel like I uh, got greedy and I used it <laughs> too often. And it's just completely run out. Um, for those, for those who don't know what we're talking about, uh, it was, was it Eastern conference finals? I think it was the Toronto series. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. So it was the Toronto series. Marcus Smart. And I can't remember what game it was, but he was just launching threes. Like it was going out of style. Regular Marcus Smart game. After brick, after brick. Yeah. Yeah. Just what he does. (laughs) Um, after like the third or fourth just completely bad three-pointer. I tweeted something and I was like, Marcus, please, like, stop shooting threes. Sure as shit. The next four threes, just back to back to back. Swish, swish, swish. And I'm like, so I, I, I did what a, um, a mature person would do. And I went <laughs> and I found my bad take and I old takes exposed myself. There you go. Before anybody else could do it because I knew go. it was coming. Um, and then from there on out, whenever, like I said, do something, it happened and it was great. It happened mm. with the Bruins a little bit too. Um, but yeah, no, I think I, uh, I overused that, um, that privilege, I guess. And I don't know if it would work for football either because <laughs> I feel like the Patriots are just like, it would take a lot and I just yeah. don't think I have a lot. That's fair. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Just save it all up until you know, the next NBA season, if there's a next NBA season, if, because yeah. I'm very positive there'll be another Marcus Smart game where he's 0 for 8 and just trucking, you know, heat checks when he hasn't made a shot in, you know, a week and a half. So yeah, we're probably going to need that. <laughs> we're, we're, we're most likely going to need that. Um, in your mind, do you think the season's salvageable at this point? Uh... Knowing that they have the Jets, then you got to go play the Ravens. Texans are there, Texans or whatever, but it's two and five. Buffalo looked Buffalo. I think they're not. They don't. Buffalo's look very good. average. They don't look and very they, good. Everybody needs to stop. You know, sucking them off because they are average. Josh mm-hmm. Allen, average. Very Their much. Defense, average. Like, there's no reason why this Patriots team, for as bad as they were playing, 
were a fumble away from winning that mm. football game if Josh Allen is an MVP candidate and Buffalo is going to run oh, away with cooking. the AFC East. Like, Let it up. roll. Get it like, out. Just, everybody just shut up. Like, it's, Get it it's, out. Get it out. It's also – I hate to say this because it sounds just so – like blue blood, like sports fan or whatever. But like this season shouldn't be the season that teams are like celebrating beating the Patriots. Like I can see like beating Tom Brady and, you know, in like one of their Super Bowl years when they're coming mm-hmm. off like a six game winning streak and they're just beating the shit out of everybody. And then right. you get that one fluke game. Mm-hmm. Sean McDermott saying that this was a very emotional win for our team and our city, blah, blah, blah. Like what? Are you serious? Right. Like you, this is the first time you beat the Patriots in eleven years. Mm-hmm. I think it is um, the two and five, no Tom Brady locker room smelling Patriots. Like they stink. Mm-hmm. And you're saying that this is an emotional win, not only for the team but for the entire city of Buffalo, and that he's said something like he's going to go home and just like enjoy this with his family for a couple hours. Like, I'm sorry, but how fucking pathetic. A week eight game. Like, congrats on the week eight Super Bowl, I guess, yeah. against the shitty Patriots. But, like, I don't know. But uh, is the season salvageable? Maybe. I don't think they're going to. If you want to continue doing some Buffalo, <sighs> listen, look. Oh, no God. qualms on this side. <laughs> they're so annoying. Just everything about the Bills and their fans. Like, it, oh, the yeah. whole thing. Just blow the whole thing up. It's so annoying. Have you been we'll to a game in Buffalo? some more tables. I haven't. I haven't. And I don't, feel like it wouldn't be don't. safe for me to go there it's after not. all of this. Yeah. Well, um, that and, yeah. That too. They're just lunatics. Yeah. Um, I, I thought that the Pats would be a playoff team mm-hmm. with Cam just going into the season. Um still thought that after the seahawks game still thought with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That after the Raiders win. Still thought that after that weirdo Kansas City game. Mm-hmm. Now they're going to be lucky if they make a wild card spot. Um, I think I'm back in the camp of a 500 season is like the best that they can do. I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. Um, I would love to eat crow on this one, but I just, I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen that way. Yeah. The, uh, the point about Buffalo too is, you know, I was talking to my dad earlier this week and we were talking about how, like we've all we've wanted for the longest time is just to see new England fall, but it's like, all right, you know, now that they're bad, it doesn't, there's no Tom, like, 
Brock's gone. It's just it's like, all right, cool. Like, this isn't the team that we've disliked for the past however many years. It's a completely new right. team. It's just like, all right, like, you know, the Jets are still three games behind them in the AFC East, and the New England's having their worst season in, you know, however long, and the Jets are still three games behind them. So it's just – it's like yeah, like you were saying, any team that's celebrating beating New England, it's all right, cool, man. Awesome. Uh, congrats, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Sick. Um, it would have been cool if you did this like two yeah, years where, ago. Yeah, where was this? Celebrating, <laughs> yeah. Where was this? Now. Right, yeah. Um, off, I guess. Yeah, it's it just doesn't – I don't know. Last, this last week was – because we do a pick and pot here too. I I just – for, you know, however long we've been doing it, I think five years now. I always just pick New England, right? Against the spread, it's just like, all right. I, I trust yeah. that New England's always going to win um, or at least cover. And last week was the breaking point for me where I was like, look, man, if New England doesn't – I mean, they ultimately covered, but a three-and-a-half-point dog in Buffalo. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Yeah. It's, it was a chilling moment. This is the first – I think I saw a tweet today. This is the first road game for them this season where they're favored. And, like, when was the last time you heard that? Yeah. Like maybe the AFC championship game in Kansas city. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I think they were like, I think they were three point dogs going into the game. I can't really remember. Well, Tom was old at that point. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was the cliff. He was washed up. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Linguini arm, whatever. Yeah. How's that going? Yeah. That, that's another th- how much do you hate Max Kellerman? Oh God. I can't stand that guy. I can't. I will say I appreciate his apology and admission of, stupidity and wrongness um it's a few years late but better late than never i don't know he's just annoying <laughs> um so what do you think for monday but last last question about monday because it's going to be a struggle it sucks that we even have to sit through this on a monday night they couldn't just yeah. schedule they couldn't just schedule it and like flex it into like a sunday afternoon game right yeah. like we can watch other other football games um (laughs) so that's been the saving grace for this jet season for me is a lot of their games have been you know during the day so it's just like all right sick like i'll have the jets on the laptop they'll be on i don't know if i'm gonna be watching them but they'll be on yeah and then you can just watch all the other games that's that's the perfect part of it um so like i said last thing about monday then we can move on um what's your prediction for for monday there a football game will be played yes it might not be a good one. 60 but minutes. There will be one played, whether we like it or not. Sports, baby. <laughs> um, I think I think the Pats are gonna win. That's more Bold. a credit to being the Jets being terrible than it is to the Patriots being able to win this game. God awful. Um I am hoping it's kind of like a game for them to reset and recalibrate and you know josh mcdaniels to stop being an absolute moron what's the deal with him because I, I, like, I don't know i don't know it's been years that i've been saying this because i like him but then i see i see like you and i see a bunch of other pats fans i follow on twitter where it's like he'll go six straight plays and it's like that's a perfect play call and then he'll call like a reverse flea flicker or some shit like that when it's like third and one and it puts him out of field like can you explain to me like why people just do not like him he ran a draw on third and 12 last week. <laughs> Welcome to Jets like, football, baby. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what? <laughs> it, it's, for me, it's not that I don't like him. It's that I know he 
can be and probably is one of the best offensive coordinators in the league. Mm -hmm. But there are some times where he tries to get too cute or he overthinks or he's just like throwing shit to the wall just to see what's going to stick. And it's Mm -hmm. like, dude, if you just use your head, get out of your own way. Like the second half he called against Buffalo. Great. Second half he called against Seattle. Great. Like, I, I don't know why it takes like a half an hour to warm up Mm -hmm. half an hour of like game time for him to warm up. And then he's like, Oh yeah. Okay. Well, you know, we can do this and we can do this. And then things start to, you know, plays start to get strung together and then it clicks. I'm like, I don't know. It's if you like, if you pay attention now that I've said it, if you pay attention to that, you'll pick up on it and you'll be like, Oh wow. Yeah. She was right. Yeah. Cause to me, like annoying. right. Cause you're, I mean, you're obviously invested in it. I'm just watching as a casual bystander. I'm watching as a casual <laughs> bystander. Yeah. He's playing with the, uh, with the shade at, uh, next to the door. So just dog things. Um, Let him live. Yeah. There he is. Um, no, just watching as like a, a casual, you know, bystander. It's like, Hey, you know, if I'm a team, like I'm copying the Patriots playbook with McDaniels. But then, yeah, you're right. Like, I think it was – I think it was the Seattle game where they ran, like, a, a weird pitch play that didn't even get to – I think it was, like, a loss of, like, four or whatever. And it's just, like, yeah. a simple, you know, simple run up the middle probably would have sufficed there or stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. It's like like last week, Damian Harris was running and running and running, and he had over 100 yards. Mm-hmm. You are – you have the ball, you have last possession ball, you're driving. The obvious point of that drive is to score. You're not – at that point, it was noticeable that they were not playing for the tie. They were playing for the win. Mm-hmm. Why not give Damian Harris the ball every running play? Right. Why let Cam the ball? Why? Damian Harris is faster, at least looks faster. I don't know. Cam looks slow to me on TV this he year. Does. No, I, I don't agree. know if that's just the me or – um, Buffalo's defense couldn't stop Damian Harris. Why is he not getting the ball every run play? Why, like, why is that not being? I, I want that to be forced at that point. Right. Um, it just like it's things like that that like I just I don't get. And I, obviously, when Josh called that QB run, he didn't expect Cam to hold the ball with his inside arm mm. and get it punched out. Of course, nobody plans for those things to happen. Um, Have you met Adam Gase? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. well yeah, that's a good point. Um, but it's just, yeah, it's just, it, it doesn't make sense. Like I said, I think he just gets it. McDaniels gets in his own way sometimes. And it's just, it's frustrating. It's frustrating to watch. Look at him. What is he doing? <laughs> He's trying to like chase his, can you stop? Please? Uh, he just ate his dinner, so he's all full of. Full oh, of gotcha. Mm-hmm. What's the deal? What's the deal with Sony? Because, and I and I mean that not just like injury wise, but people hate him. People do not like him. Um, I see a lot of Pats fans just like, like I've never seen them hate someone who, like from his rookie year. From what I saw, was like, yeah. hey, he looks fine. Like, you know, all the, I get all the touchdowns in the the playoffs are kind of something that you can throw out because. It's, you know, it's probably never going to happen 
like that again right, for yeah. any back. But I thought he was fine his rookie year. Like, granted, like, during his rookie year, it was one of those things where, like, if James White's in, they're passing it. If Sony's in, they're thr- or they're running it. Yeah. But, like, he's just completely falling off a cliff. I don't know if that's the offensive line thing, if that's a Sony thing. But Damian Harris looks like fresh wheels over there, especially, especially from a guy who came out of Alabama. That's impressive. So, my I, – I like Georgia football. Mm-hmm. So, I liked Sony Michelle in college. I thought he was super good, and he was somebody – in his draft class that I wanted the Patriots to go after. And when they actually drafted him, I was like, Oh my God, this is great. (laughs) Um, His rookie year. Like, I don't care what anybody says. Like he had a good rookie year Mm -hmm. playoffs as well. Obviously we know what he did in the playoffs. He basically carried them. Mm -hmm. Um, Sophomore slump. They also were without David Andrews, which. That was huge. It's, it's a big deal losing him. Um, losing your center for any offensive line is a big deal, but mm-hmm. losing David Andrews is huge. Um, they had their offensive line last year was just, just so, like you could tell Brady was getting, on the offensive getting, line. Like you could tell Brady was getting incredibly frustrated. With, yeah, especially like yeah. without having Andrews, a guy he's you know had for that's especially with a guy like Tom, where if he loses if you lose his trust, like goodbye, you might as well just right exactly. <laughs> pack your bags and head off exactly. to a different team. Um, to start the season though, like I thought Sony, he, what, it was like the first game of the season mm-hmm. that he rushed for almost hundred yards, over hundred yards. I can't remember, but first game of the season, the Raiders game. I think great. it was the Raider game. Oh, you might be right. It might've might been be the Raider game. game. And then the next week he goes down with a knee injury and then he gets added to the COVID list. <laughs> and then there's pictures rolling around on Twitter that he's at a strip club in Rhode Island. Oh, I didn't see those. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> some kid and him took a picture outside of a strip club. It, it looked like maybe like Cranston, Rhode Island. And if you're going to go to a strip club in Cranston, Rhode Island, we have a lot of questions to ask. You're, talk- you're talking to a very niche group of people there because I have never heard of that place before. Yeah. Oh, the people, the people who know what like it's <laughs> – yeah. um, and you can tell it's recent because they have masks. Mm-hmm. One of them has the mask on the chin. One of them has got their mask in hand. Neither of them are actually wearing them, which is great for somebody who's supposedly on the COVID list. Love to see that. Um, and he hasn't been heard from since. So I'm not 100% sure if he actually has COVID or he's in the doghouse and they're just using that. Like it's the Foxborough flu Mm -hmm. 2020 version right um so they don't have to discipline him they can just say he has COVID and he just misses how many games like they want him to I don't know um yeah a lot of people hate him though I've noticed a lot lot of people I was on a podcast last week and we brought up favorite players and when I was a kid I loved Lawrence Maroney Mm -hmm. a lot of people are you know (laughs) comparing them and like I I see it the way they run it's pretty similar Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lawrence Maroney too, I guess. So it just, it makes sense. Yeah. It's um, nuts. It's nuts on that point. It's nuts as like kids. Like we love these players and then you get older yeah. and it's like, everyone's like, nah, that guy fucking sucked. Like, why would you like wow, him? Like, they were I don't bad. know, man. I was eight. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I look thought he was cool, so cool. cool in a uniform. <laughs> yep. He wore number 39. I thought it was badass. He had the dreads and everything. Like, he looked so cool. cool. Um, yeah, apparently he was shitty. So, childhood is just I, I don't really remember all that much. I think I was like, yeah, I think I was like eight or nine years old. But, yeah, so, I don't know. Yeah. So, since usually with this type of game, we want to talk about the actual game, but this, like, there's no reason to. I, I can tell yeah. you exactly what's going to happen with the Jets. They're probably going to have a somewhat positive first drive or first half or whatever, in relative terms, somewhat positive. Right. And then in the second half, it's just going to be boring. It, New England's just, I guarantee New England's just going to run the ball all over them. Cam's going to complete a few passes. The Patriots are going to win by like 15, 16 points. That's what's going to happen. So I have cool. It would be really cool if Gunner caught his first touchdown this week. Well, here, though. listen. He, he should have had one last week, and he was wide open in the back of the end zone, and Cam completely glanced right over him. So here's a question for you. One has to go. Has to go. Oh, Jesus. Yep. Gunner or Charlie Coyle? Ooh. Mm. Uh, Gunner's got to go because I think Charlie's wow. going <laughs> Wow. I think Charlie, in a couple years after uh, Bergeron has retired – after Chara maybe retires, he might play until he's dead. I don't know. Yeah, that guy's never Charlie retired. Has, here. I think Charlie has potential to be a captain. Wow. So, yeah. Wow, that sucks. That's me. <laughs> All right, here's, here's, here's an easier question. We're just going to go through a bunch of miscellaneous past questions that I just, okay. I've had in my mind. Um, one catch, it's fourth down and eight. Dollar Adelman. Ooh. Who are you trust? kind of fourth and eight? AFC Championship. You're down. You're down four, and you have one timeout, under two minutes left. If you don't get this, game's over. That's tough. I I gotta say Edelman. Um. But then you think about Dola in the Jacksonville AFC Championship mm-hmm. game, and then you can say Dola, and then you can think about <laughs> both of them in the Falcons Super Bowl, and then you say, wow, this is really fucking hard. Um, yeah, I think Edelman, I give the advantage to Edelman. Um, yeah, I think so. That's, that's hard. <laughs> that's hard. It's a, it's, a, it's a better question than I think the first one. You were distraught yeah. at that first one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what – this is going to be – this is such a fucking terrible question. I can't believe I'm, I'm even asking this. Oh, boy. Which one was your favorite, the Super Bowls? Which one was my favorite? Yeah. Go ahead. Um, Go ahead. Give me the next so, one. Give me the next one. Uh, yeah, the next thing that, one. That Jules said. Um, so I have like a 1A, 1B answer to this one. Just because. Glad you have two uh, options to yeah. choose from. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, I went to Super Bowl Fifty Three. So did you? I feel like yes. Yeah, I've. Um, How was it in person? Was working... How was Super Bowl in person? 
It was awesome. I was really sick, so I didn't get to completely oh. enjoy. Like, I had strep real bad. Oh, I didn't get to enjoy the experience that. as much <laughs> as I wanted to. But, like, I – and it was the Rams Super Bowl, so, like, it was, like, 13 to 3. Right. Just, ugh. <laughs> um, it was awesome, though. Like, it was awesome. It was, it's something that I'm never going to forget. I have my ticket and I ran up and down the aisles after they won picking up confetti. <laughs> I have confetti in like a shadow box over uh-huh. there. Um, that's my one B just because like. You were there. Yeah, and they won. Just because I was there. Um, ah, this, this one's tough. It's either the Seattle Super Bowl or the Falcons Super Bowl. And I think I'm gonna give the edge to the comeback just because we're probably Which one? never gonna see <laughs> yeah well the 28 to 30. <laughs> just i don't think you're gonna see anything like that ever again in that amount of time like they had mm-hmm. a quarter and, and change to work with um and you know really if the defense like if dante hightower doesn't strip sack matt ryan mm-hmm. you, you could say okay well yeah they came back a little bit but it was all for nothing right um i i love i love super bowl 49 though but i think 51 is my all-timer 49 is my favorite football game of all time yeah oh it was incredible it was incredible that's that's one that i just i'll constantly just if i'm bored i'll just throw it on and i can watch you learn something new every single time speaking of that game which catch are you choosing the Edelman one against Chancellor where he gets absolutely just, I mean, he gets concussed or the yeah. Falcons catch. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to take the Falcons catch because in every oh, If I knew Super these were going to be the answers, I wouldn't have asked them. I know, right? They're like so easy. <laughs> um, in every Super Bowl, it's always been a circus catch going against the Patriots and it's like, just one fucking time can it happen to us? Well, boo-hoo. And it finally you, did. You poor guys. I know. I, <laughs> no champagne problem. It's so bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it, in 07, it was a helmet catch. Mm-hmm. The year after that, it was, like, Mario. What the Manning him, yeah. Like, he, exactly, yeah. Nobody's. Even on replay. Like, he's out of bounds. He's oh. actually not. But in my head, he's out oh, of bounds. Oh, okay. I was going to say, you're one of those people that's not. He's no. definitely out of bounds. No, 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 no. He was not. Um. <laughs> And then in the Seattle game, the curse if, Malcolm, if Malcolm Butler doesn't use his head and push him out of bounds, like get back up and push him out of bounds, mm-hmm. that's another one. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just one of those things where like, ah, thank God. Thank God we finally, <laughs> it's nice to win one. We got one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Glad to see the underdog win one. Yeah. Once, you know? No, but the uh, – <laughs> The catch against Seattle where he just his head just like gets completely knocked off his body. Yeah. That's I don't know how he didn't get pulled from that game. No. And he said, because I was watching an interview with him. This is why I do my spare time. I watch Julian Edelman. <laughs> um, Can't blame. Yeah, listen, that's my guy. Uh but he was saying that he got checked out and I was like like I said, I've seen the game a hundred times. I was like, there's no point in that game where he goes out and gets checked. And yeah. even if he was out for a drive. There's no way that's enough time for him to get his head checked and, and put back in. It takes guys like 15 minutes to get their head No, checked. you could see when he got up from that, he was on like Done. Mars. He said Just... he was tired. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Tired my behind. Your brain was tired from rattling around your skull. Yeah. That, uh, and then he makes the, 
the play further on that drive before the uh, the Amendola catch. But there's I don't think there's anyone worse to take a hit from in that scenario than Cam Chancellor. That version that of Cam scary. Chancellor. That whole defense really was so scary, and the fact that they only won one Super Bowl is wild to me. Yeah, that's I all I had to do is just hand the ball off to to Marshawn. That's, that's it. Have you seen the uh, people are gonna? I can't wait. There's gonna be so like so many unfollows and unsubscribes to this when we're just talking past football. They're gonna football. be so mad. This is a Patriot. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. a Patriot spot. Uh, well, it's just like that, that's what I was telling my dad. I was like, Dad, Jets haven't done fucking anything since I've been alive. Like. This team is just – they've constantly been good, and I enjoy watching good football. Sue me. You did have that one playoff win in 2010 against the Patriots. That – so that – Congratulations. Yeah, that's, that was, like, for probably until, like, a couple years ago, that was, like, the, oh, like, beat the pass in the play- – but now it's just, like, Ooh. bro, it was, like, it was a fucking decade ago. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's kind of – it's definitely lost. It's lost there. Um, yeah. What was I going to say? Oh, the um, – I think the the one of the greater plays about that forty nine Super Bowl was the high tower tackle before the Butler yeah. interception, yeah, like a torn shoulder, a completely underrated play. Yeah, like he's he's one of my favorite players in the league. I yeah. love high tower. Uh, he's he's a monster. That but that's the thing that I feel like a lot of people forget because they're so wrapped up in the timing of the Malcolm Butler interception. Like that was. Did you freeze there? We're back. back. We're back. <gasps> Just because my back. internet connection is unstable. Listen, that's not the only thing unstable. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> this is high quality podcast. Turn the TV off. Everything runs on Wi Fi nowadays. Uh, all right. Yeah. What you were saying? <laughs> Where, did I, Where did I leave off? Where did you last hear me? Uh, we were talking about it gets lost. Yeah. Okay. So there we go. People forget like Malcolm Butler doesn't pick off that play, pick off that pass. If Dante Hightower doesn't completely blow up the run the play before. Mm-hmm. And like, he was also getting pulled by a lineman and oh, he yeah. reaches over and grabs him. With a torn shoulder. Like, game-winning plays. Talk about game-winning plays, dude. <laughs> like, um, crazy. Here's one that's near and dear to my heart. Have you seen the Edelman documentary, and have you seen it more than 100 times like I have? More than 100 times? No. Okay. Um, I've, honestly, like, I've probably seen it, like, maybe like 20. Okay. That might be a little generous. I thought you were going to say, like, oh, I've only seen it, like, three times. No, I've I've watched it a few times. I have it recorded. Same. It's just like one of those things where like if I'm bored, like I'll throw it on. That and like all like the America's games and stuff. And like three games to glory. Like I have those recorded. Yeah, this too. is like a confession hour. I think I've watched Do Your Job the Do Your Jobs about a hundred times as well. Um, yeah, those are awesome. I watched Belichick's a football life like once a week. <laughs> Jesus, the people that listen to this are gonna think. Look, I tell them like we Your had. Um, might be right. Listen, I, like that's like the Jets have just been so fucking bad, and not just bad, but boring. So it's like yeah. you have to find different avenues. And the Patriots have been a team that 
well, they've given me a ton of pain. Like, after the Edelman documentary and seeing how just cool he was, it's like, all right, cool. Like, that's my favorite player in the league now. And then it kind of trickles down, and it's like, well, Tom isn't that bad. Like, he's a cool guy. He really, he's just like a big loser. Like, he's really. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. It's not like... Yeah. The dork with a supermodel wife. Like, you literally couldn't get a better life than that. No. You're the best at what you do. You go home to a beautiful family. And you're just a dweeb. But you're yep. super self-aware that you're a dweeb. Yeah, no, he lives the life. Now he's tan in Florida. That yeah, how are you feeling about that? I'm just happy for him that he's playing well. <laughs> I could, everything else I could care less. The fact that, that he has Antonio Brown like makes me want to puke because mm-hmm. I hate that friendship that they have. Apparently, they're like best friends. Super weird. Like, shut the hell up. No, Julian Edelman is your best friend, you jackass. There you go. Um, That's the thing with Tom, no, too. I mean, I'm, I'm just really glad that he's playing well and it kind of blows up the whole Tom's assistant quarterback thing. Oh, my Finally. God. Even before, even before I, like, actually watched a lot of the Patriots games, you know, even in, co- like, college, people would be like, oh, Tom's assistant quarterback. It's like, is he? Yeah, like, is he? He's not. Because the not, system ain't looking too hot right now. Right. So. Like, I, I just don't – I was watching – during the election last night, I was watching. It, it's really insane how bad of weapons that he's had when he was with the past, uh, and they still were just so dominant. I was watching the one yeah. la- season last night where, like, the guys were – what was it? Aaron Dobson, Cambrell uh, Tompkins. Yeah. Uh, uh, what was that? 2012, 2013? 13, yeah. Yeah. They had Man out there for the majority of their games as their starting tight end. Yep. Yeah, the, yeah, he really hasn't had the best to work with. He still dominates like, the Jets. Dominates everybody. Yeah. Well, yeah. But you think of, like, the, what was it? The AFC Championship game, I think going into the Falcons Super Bowl, so the 2016 AFC Championship game when they're playing Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. Yeah. again. And they had – it was just – Sad that I – Chris Hogan <laughs> – Say that like it's not <laughs> – Chris Hogan, Danny Amendola, and Julian Edelman just running the show. Mm-hmm. One of them was a quarterback. One of them has bounced around from team to team to team his whole career. One of them played lacrosse. Yeah, did you know Chris Hogan played lacrosse? Uh, I just learned that today. Did actually. you? That's why I made sure I brought it up. Yeah. Did you know Tom was a six-round pick? I did know that, and he was drafted to catch by the Montreal Expos. Yeah. Did you know that? People, hmm. little known fact. People forget. Julian People Edelman forget. was He's a quarterback. He's a dual threat. Julian Edelman yeah, was a quarterback. I, it pisses me. I make that joke all the time. And like, there's always like these one or two like booger brains that reply. Like everybody knows that. Like, oh yeah. It's like the Frank Gore. Everybody knows that. Like, come on. <laughs> it's like the Frank Gore's old thing. Like we get it. And every time I like, I haven't been doing it and I want to, I just want to have a timer and see how long it takes for the broadcast to get to the graphic that shows you how old Frank Gore is. Cause yeah. this whole season, it's just been like, 
oh, Frank Gore, the age of wonder. And it's just like, fuck, man, we get it. Like, he's old. He sucks. All there is for you guys to talk about. <laughs> That's all there is. Just, just fucking Frank Gore. And his, That's it. They were like, he was slighted in the 2005 draft. And it's like, no one cares. <laughs> no one cares to shit. 2005 <laughs> It's fucking 15 years ago. Jesus. My goodness. Uh, here's a question that I was thinking about actually today. What's your favorite um, non- playoff patriot game Ooh, non-playoff game um i do have one that comes to mind for me oh there's a lot bad. <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot of good ones i th- think i'm just going off of recency bias here just because this these are the ones that like jump right out to me um again the game against pittsburgh in 2017 the gronk game yeah yeah where he laughs at whoever the, hell's, face, yeah. whoever the hell's trying to guard him <laughs> he's like just mosses him for a touchdown yep. and he's like looking at him like yeah you little bitch yeah that's yeah that that's the the, the jesse, jesse james, james no one. catch yep. game right yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's that game that's that's an all-timer for me Mine is – I can't believe we're having this conversation. Mine's the uh, uh, the Denver comeback. Oh. 24-0. Yeah. Because Jules That's had two touchdowns. When the hell was that? That was 2013. 2013. Yeah. See, for some reason, it, this might just be – like just because high school was high school the time period between like late 2010 to 2013 is just like a blur for me so like i know i remember these things but i can't like recall them <laughs> and then i get to talking about it and i'm like oh yeah that happened I, I remember let's uh before we get into our little bachelorette section because i don't have anyone to talk about to the bachelorette about so i'm, I'm new married. to the bachelorette universe and i'm already all I, in so i'm yeah, excited so it's just gonna be this because I, yeah, yeah. I don't know the history. I don't know any like, I don't know anything about that. But a um, couple things, not Patriot centric. What what is it like being a Boston sports fan, right? Because um. I, you know, I like I like the Jets, I like the Mets, the Rangers, I like the Ooh. Celtics because of my grandfather. So I, I okay. I luckily dodged a bullet on the Knicks and the Nets thing, but yeah. it's like, Ooh. yeah, I, that could have been. I mean, I could have been down bad. We might not even be doing this podcast right now if that was the case. Um, what is it like up there? Like, it's uh, <laughs> I think it's been so fun. I imagine it really has been so fun. Like, I I'm only 24, so I, all I know is hmm. Tom Brady and championship parades. Like, well, as nice. disgustingly annoying as that sounds. <laughs> Like that's, it really just has been, you know, my life. Like, sure. There've been a few years where like the Red Sox sucked or the Bruins sucked or the Celtics sucked. The Patriots have always been good. Um, up until, you know, now. Yeah. Um, but it's been, it's been so cool. Even the years, like, like when the bees were in the cup this past or the season before, whatever, it was, it was so fun. It was also one of the most heartbreaking experiences of my entire life. Um, <laughs> like it was just so fun because like things were normal the Mm -hmm. city was buzzing like people were all in we could see people in person 
Yeah, you can go to a bar. You can fuck around <laughs> at a bar for a little while. But like they had like fan fests on Canal and it was awesome. All the bars were open and whatever. Um, when the Red Sox won in 2018, that was so fun. I came up here. Um, I wasn't living up here at the time, but I came up here for a couple of games. I didn't go to any World Series games. I just watched them with my friends and it was mm-hmm. like, the game that went until three o'clock in the morning. It's like something you're never going to really think you're going to experience ever again in a potential, you know, world series clinching game. Like it's. I was in LA. I I was in LA at that point and I went to go see a movie and the game was still going on. And I think it was like a two and a half hour movie. And I come out and I still hear like the game going on at the bar and I'm like, Oh, they're just probably reshowing it. And I get in, I check my phone. This fucking game is still going on. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It, if memory serves, it ended at like 3.30 in the morning. Here. Yeah, because I knew it was – I still hadn't adjusted to L.A. time. Yeah. So it was still – I was just like, Jesus, man. Like, <laughs> like it's still it's, – it's only midnight here, but for my, my friends back in the East Coast, like, God damn. No, we were awake. Um, at that point, we were drinking to stay awake. We weren't drinking to keep drinking. Oh, yeah. We were just like – We've Shit, all like been I need to before. open a beer. Yeah, we've <laughs> all, been, we've all been there before. Um, we were eating leftover Regina's pizza from like five hours before when we ordered it. Like that's that's how you know the game was stupid long where your food <laughs> that you ordered to start the game ended up being your leftovers that you ate at the end of the game. But yeah, it's been cool. It's been cool. Yeah, Living here I is imagine. pretty cool. Um, it's expensive as shit. The weather sucks, but the sports team, sports teams are I do cool. enjoy that area. I was up there for work um and it's been a place that i've had my eye on of, of moving to if if the opportunity it's, ever arises but i don't think i like i don't cute. think i'd fit in yeah i just well, don't think i fit in you gotta have a a little bit of asshole in you to live here just where well much. i think i got that covered so i'm just gonna wear celtics gear a thousand percent of the time yeah that's all i gotta do just yeah. never just never wear anything else besides celtic stuff yeah if you had to rank it so how does it go in Boston? What's the like the hierarchy of the teams? It depends on the demographic, I think. Okay. Um, Let's say our the younger crowd. It's probably Patriots number one. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, it might be the Bruins number two. Mm-hmm. Um. And then it's tough because, like, people love the Celtics here, but people also love the Red Sox. But the Red Sox are kind of losing, not just the Red Sox themselves, but baseball in general is losing our age group, just pace of play and all that shit. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are pissed about the Mookie Betts thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, listen, if the Red Sox want to turn it around, they could just get an MVP talent. Yeah, I know. Where the hell do you get one of those? You don't, they're obviously not homegrown. <laughs> Listen, right. Apparently. Cut, cutting that part out of this podcast. Not oh, like fucking mean. crazy. It's way past your bedtime now, isn't it? Mean. <laughs> um, Listen, the Mets haven't done anything good. I um, know. It's just like it's tough to like make jokes because then you get like the the weirdos on Twitter be like, bro, you're a fucking Mets fan. It's like, all right, sick. So I just I, I'm never make a joke again ever, ever again about anything. You're right. Again, like I, I know. Thanks. Yeah, 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 man. I get it. Like thanks, breaking news. Yeah, sick. Um, no, I don't know. I think, I think I'd put the Red Sox at three in this list, just out of like tradition. Mm-hmm. Like in the summer, like Fenway's popping. Like it's even when it's a rainy 
afternoon game in March or mm -hmm. April and it's cold and it's like I've seen lines you know to get into bars and to get in the games and like they're still sold out so baseball I mean baseball is a big deal up here obviously just because it's so historic and whatever um but yeah I guess our age bracket and then the Celtics I mean I don't know, maybe if they win a championship sometime <laughs> soon, it'll become a basketball town again. Yeah, that's... Um, it's tough. I mean, it's... I don't know. Here, Everybody hates LeBron up here, though. We can all agree on that. So they, that's hate, cool. they hate LeBron? Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. Why? Like, why that. is that... Such a little bitch. I hate oh, that guy. Oh, Jesus. I, I struck a nerve here. Yeah, um, I am a... I'm not not a LeBron James fan. That's a conversation for another time. Yeah. But. <laughs> um, how do you deal with the idiots on Twitter? Because you, yeah. I mean, it's like I see you do it, and I, like, I admittedly have been trying to take a break more often these past couple of weeks, just because it's you know the Jets suck. There's really not much more to say about it. You know what's going on outside of sports is just exhausting. Yeah. And so the, the break part has been, has been kind of good, but then like, you know, once in a while on game days, you'll, I'll tweet and I'll get the, the idiots in the message. just like, but you like, it seems like it's almost every day you get. Yeah, it is moron. every day. Um, it's, I don't, I just think I, the way I kind of go after it is like, okay. I, I look at their profile and I like see because more often than not, it's people that don't have their face as yep. their picture. They have like 20 followers and shit like that. Mm -hmm. um, and like, I think not to, you know, brag or anything. Not, but I think go I'm for it. Go I think for I'm it. pretty witty and I can like <laughs> clap back pretty well. I can find things that like strike nerves. Um, you haven't tweeted Patriots in a couple of days, so. I haven't. He hasn't. Uh, that guy hasn't DM'd me again. So I think he's. Uh, I think he saw my tweets during the game and was like, uh, right, maybe, she, right. maybe she's maybe she's maybe she's cool." She spilled the quote. That was that was wild too. But <laughs> I don't know. I just like I don't take shit from anybody in normal life. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like that translates more online because I feel like online I am a little bit more trigger happy when it comes to like being a bitch mm. and like clapping back at people that are like trying to start with me um but make no mistake if you do this in person i'm gonna smack you too it's <laughs> like it's no different I, d I don't know i just i yeah i guess it's one of those things where like i just don't take shit so like if you're gonna give me shit i'm gonna give it to you right back that's all yeah and i think that too and i mean let's just call it for what it is because you and i like if I tweeted, if we both tweeted the same thing, right? Like you're going to get the ass. It's 10 times out of 10. I'm assuming you're going to get the asshole. That's like, well, she's a girl. What could she possibly know about football? And yeah. like, that's kind of what I'm you know, asking about is just like, how do you do it? Cause it's like on the, on the say on the one hand, it's just like, okay, man. Yeah. I'm a girl. I get it. And on the, on the other hand, it's just like, it's such a, especially now it's such like a, worn out like oh cool man yeah, like, awesome sick <laughs> like sick it's burn, right like, like get over it um i don't it's just one of those things where like i know that what they're saying is bullshit because i right. grew up 
my dad was a coach when I was a little kid. Like I grew up with him at meetings and film mm. and stuff like that. So like, I know what I'm talking about because I learned it. It was right. like, just like learning multiplication. Like it was just something that came to me when I was a kid and it's been with me my whole life. Mm. Um, so like, it doesn't bother me when people are like, Oh, you're a girl. What the hell do you know? Mm. Cause like probably more than you. So right, yeah. whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, what does bother me though, is like when I say stuff back like that and then they get wicked misogynistic and then they're just like, get back in the kitchen. Like, right. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's 2020 right. and not 1942. Yeah. Like, <laughs> shut up. This is the great depression guy. Like, yeah. Okay. I might be a good cook, but fuck off. Like, right. seriously, it's, I don't know. It's something but again, that- it's one of those things. Like if you want to give me shit, I'm going to give it to you right back. So like right. battles wisely. And it's something I've been, I've been interested in, not like, I don't want to say interested in, but it's such, you know, I don't want to ask it like, Oh, what's it like to be a girl in sports? Cause it's just like a typical, <laughs> you know, it's just like, yeah, no, it's a, yeah. it's a weird question, but especially with you, with someone, you know, talking about football and these in, you know, it's, and I, I see a lot of talented women in sports and I think that's awesome. I think, you know, bringing a different perspective, whether that's being a woman, whether it's being someone that hasn't played, you know, this or that, like, I think we all need that. It's, right, yeah. it's, it's been the typical, you know, guy who's played, doesn't like, doesn't stay with the times. It's five years after the fact. I'm talking about Bill Polian, but it's like t- yeah. 10 years after the, right? It's, it's like, the, it's, those, it's those same people. But then you see, um, you see people like, like Katie Nolan, who's original, she's funny, she knows her shit, and it's funny. Yep. And like, now you're seeing more of that. And I think that's good. I think it's, I love it in sports because, especially now like it's just everything on twitter right like with guys it's the same recycled jokes it's the same same takes just differently worded it's like cool man just because you're on this platform and you said it and i was 10 followers that said it it's like doesn't make it any more funny but that's just something i i did want to touch on for any female listeners that we do have i don't if someone's listening to the Jets brawl, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I didn't want to ask it in a because I hate those questions, right? Like, yeah, no, like I get it. On sports, it's like, yeah, you know, it's it's, it's <laughs> it just sucks. like, yeah, no. right, yeah, it's not. No, it's just like it's one of those things where it just comes with the territory. Like, right. no matter what I was talking about, like if I was went into journalism for politics or like, whatever or that or douchebag said right? a couple of weeks ago like yeah <laughs> fashion <laughs> fashion pets like whatever i did whatever yes. i chose <laughs> to do yeah yes. i can't believe that happened it's like, a journalism school to learn about turtles yeah but like no matter what i feel like people would be like oh well you're this so what do you right. know like whether you're a woman or you're a kid or whatever mm-hmm. like people are always going to find something to bitch about so right Whatever, when I have a little fun with it and make him feel like an idiot. Speaking of something to bitch about. <laughs> like that little segue right there? That was good, yeah. Um, I'm fucking terrible at segues, so I'll take, I'll take whatever I can get here. The Bachelorette. This is your first <laughs> season, you were saying. Yes. So you're, like, I'm, I think I'm a couple, I watched, I like watching, uh, I like watching The Bachelor more. Because the Bachelorette, it gets too like broy, and there's too much yeah. testosterone in the thing, and it just becomes like a like uh, I'm I'm a bigger man than you. It's like I'm sick, dude. Right? Yeah, it's a like, pissing contest. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, so your first season, you get 
I mean, this is like unprecedented stuff, apparently. Where yeah, that's what I've heard. He's gone on Thursday. Or we're recording this on Wednesday night. She's going to be gone. There's going to be somebody else coming in from what we saw from the previews. I don't read the spoilers. I think it takes the whole fun out of it. I don't know if yeah. you've read the spoilers. I haven't read the spoilers, but one of my good girlfriends is like completely invested in this and she's kind of filled me in a little bit. Um, but I told her not to no point her, like All it's right. going to ruin anything for me. Yeah. Right. So what are your initial thoughts on just the show in general and then Claire? Because for me, uh, <laughs> I thought Claire was cool. And I preface this by saying, no, going into this, I don't know anything about her season with whatever his name was. Um, and then coming into, coming into the, this season, I was like, all right, cool. Like, you know, she seems kind of fun seeing like the, seeing what other people were saying about her online. And then the first episode was like, all right, yeah, she's fine. And then it got to a point where it seemed like every, every scene she was asking, or she was telling us what she wanted in a man. And it was just like, all right, we get it. Like every yeah. scene we need to know, has it changed? Like what the fuck? <laughs> so going into the show, Mm-hmm. I like same as you had no idea um I had like kind of remembered her season with I think his name was like Juan Pablo or something that's like it that. that's the one um and I remember that drama I remember just seeing it I didn't watch it but I remember seeing the blow-ups on social media and whatever mm-hmm. um and I was like, all right, well, like, good for her, like, for, you know, trying again. She's older, so I don't know how this is going to go. Um, she's told us she's older, so. Yeah, a few times. <laughs> um, initial reaction and, like, first impression with her was, like, just kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. First thing. Um, and then once the guys started, you know, filing in and whatever, you could see, like, I don't know. There was something she was like overanalyzing them, and I was like, okay, well, this is like, weird. <laughs> and then Dale comes in and oh, fucks it up for everybody. We'll get to that. I'll, I have a whole theory on that. Oh. Um, oh, I'm excited for this now. And like the whole sh- the show itself, like, it's just maybe it's because like I'm so, I don't know if weird's the right word when it comes to guys, but like if a guy hits me with like one of those cheesy, corny like pickup lines, I straight up laugh in his face like and I say that's terrible and on the opposite side I look at those guys and I'm just like I don't think I could ever consciously bring myself to say those no, words to be that out loud corny, like <laughs> I get secondhand embarrassment just watching them like imagine doing that it's bad like why yeah I get I get anxiety watching these guys yeah like, oh it's like awkward because you know what they did they were in the limo like this is gonna fucking crush oh yeah I'm gonna yeah. fucking kill it you ABC. know, like, they practice it in the mirror shows oh a few God. times. Like, a thousand times. Like, I'm going to fucking yeah. nail this. Claire's um, going to marry me on the spot. And then, like, as the few episodes progressed, like, I still was a little iffy about her. And then she completely told Yosef to fuck right off. And that I was, was like, oh, yeah. Woo, feminism for the win. Good <laughs> for you. Um, I don't, like, I guess I'm a feminist. Like, I feel like just as a woman, I'm a feminist. But, like, I'm not, like, crazy, like, oh, my God. Whatever, like that. So was Joseph in that in that moment? I was like, "Hell yeah, women, let's go!" So I think Joseph was a plant. Uh, uh, I I think that was. The I don't thing. know because there's I haven't seen that, and maybe I'm just wrong. But he also seems like the type to be like that, though. Like he's he does, yeah. Like it was a little weird when he was like, "Hey, my daughter's gonna see this." 
I'm not going to strip down. Why but the are same, you going to go on a dating show if your right, daughter's going to? Same it? token, you're trying to date this girl when on yeah. national television. We know what we all know what happens. Like, oh. come on, Yosef. Yeah. It's also a vampire. Douche. So such a douche. Hated him. So happy that he left. <laughs> that and so who's because he was cute too. So it's like a waste of a face, you know. Oh, it's a shame. You don't think he was cute? I thought it was good looking. Well, if you're into fucking Dracula, um, eh, okay. Well, that guy was that guy was a vampire. You can't you convince so? me. You can't convince. That was like the I saw it on Twitter, but that was kind of the thing where I was like, wait a minute. It's kind of weird that this guy doesn't go out in daylight. Did you see him in one daylight scene? Hmm. Uh, no. Now that you mention ah. it, I don't think. So. Ah. So who is worse then? Who is worse, Yosef or the guy that didn't know anything about Claire? Ooh, that that might have been the most like. That's just straight up dumb. I was, I I couldn't describe the feeling. Like it was one of those. It's like watching, it's like watching like a surgery. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus scene right where they're going like mm. they show you where you're like squealing and you're like you can't yeah that's what that was like when she was she was asking him how it's like what do you know about me and he's just like you're hot and it's like ah boy <laughs> That's not again. The, literally, could have said anything he, else in that situation. Yeah, so anything many, else. So many easy things that you could have said. Um, you could have compl- said something about her, the color of her eyes, and then made a nice little metaphor right. or whatever. Segway. That's complete this. bullshit. Everybody knows that it's bullshit, but at least you're saying something. Buy yourself some time, at least. Productive. Yeah, and it's a shame. Like he was really cute too. Like I thought he was really cute. Not vampire cute, apparently, but like yeah. normal life cute. Listen, and go back just, and look. That's a vampire. Just completely, like, just it ruined it for himself. Like, I'm, oh, that's so dumb. But no, I think Yosef was way worse than that. Like, yeah. at least this, I don't even remember his name, but at least this oh, other remember. guy was just, like, innocently stupid. Yeah. Yosef was, like, sexist. Aggressive and... Like, yeah. He, once he made the point about her, you know, about him thinking she was, like, I don't remember exactly what she said, but, like, that it was disrespectful that she had the guys stripping whatever. Once he made that point, he could have just left it there. He didn't have to go into calling her old a million times, yeah. saying she was like a whore or whatever. Like he took it so far that like, okay, you're saying your daughter is gonna watch this and whatever. Like I hope she watches you completely berate right. some a, a woman, <laughs> and then she's like, Daddy, what's this? Why did you do that? And then right. I hope you have to explain that to her. I, ho- I hope she watches, and instead of watching you strip, I hope she watches you say, hey, you're an old bitch. Like, like he's, oh, I was, I was so mad. I yelled at the TV. The only time I yell at TV, at the TV, is like during games. I yelled at the TV <laughs> when he was going in on her. It was like way too much. That, like, jerk. 
the uh the guy who didn't know anything about claire too acting like the uh like the big tough guy when uh, yeah oh he was ready to throw what's down when the guy interrupted i'm, when the I'm Canadian terrible guy i'm terrible with the names on this me show. too all i, I know remember. is the guy that interrupted that date was from canada that's okay. the canadian guy yeah so the guy he's 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 the one that broke the rules and like messaged yeah. her beforehand yeah yeah i think was that the jason? guy i think his name's jason the built guy with like the spiked hair and the beard no, it's not Jason. Jason. You know what I'm talking about? He's yeah, no, I know. The... Yeah, no, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, and he, I think that's, I think we're talking about the same person. I might have fucked that up. But the, the guy who got kicked off, he's acting like a super tough guy. Yeah, and he's it's ready just like, to throw down. He walks like, in, he's like, what's up? Yeah, it's like, okay, man. Like, all right, toothpick, what the hell are you going to yeah, do? Yeah, like, relax. Just a swift breeze there is going to blow him over. Um, I also, I also like the, the guy from Virginia, the ex, uh, the ex football player. It's. Oh, easy. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. They're talking about the guy that went on the date with Claire and then they, they were, they were doing something in the middle of the desert. They wrote on a chalkboard and then broke oh, it. Oh, that's yeah. Jason. Which by the way, if that's like, fat. if that's, da- that? I, I did. If that's dating, once you get to that age, like I'm good. Yeah. That, that I'm being, good. doing that on a first date, like I'm good. That, that's a little yeah. much. Um, I don't think if I were to get asked out on a first date right now, I would be comfortable with sitting there and writing hey. my biggest flaws on <laughs> um, a, in the of a desert. piece of clay in the middle of the desert. And like, first of all, reading them out loud. Yeah. She, one, also, also, one of the things that she wrote on her little tile was that she's a bitch. Like, I'm sorry. Last time I checked, that's not a bad thing, yeah. ma'am. Okay, speaking for all the bitches out there. It's like a guy Claire, being like, guy being like I'm us. an asshole. It's like, oh, okay. We've gotten I, nowhere here. When she said that, I was like, yeah, and yeah, that's right? a problem. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah. The, uh, no, but the Jason guy. So when Yosef came in, I think it was Yosef. I forget. Like, like I said, I'm fucking terrible with these names. <laughs> but um, the Jason guy, he was, he was talking shit to the guy, but it was like the typical, like, yeah. He was, but he was looking down and he wasn't saying it to his face. And I was like, all right, man, like these guys act like they're super. And that's yeah. kind of why I don't like the bachelorettes. Cause these guys act like super macho, but it's like, say it with your chest, big guy. That's like, it. Come on. That's it. All you gotta do is say it with your chest. I like, I know they have a, I guess, well, I didn't know this before. I know this now they have a rule that if you get an altercation, like you automatically get kicked off. Like, okay, I get it. But if I, maybe this is just me but if i was any one of them and i heard stupid vampire boy talking to her like that i would have knocked his teeth out sure they can bend the rules yeah like you're somebody's gonna go punch him in the mouth and you're gonna let them go because of that when they were like defending your bachelorette like that's That's, i call bullshit on that one that and the thing to me that's so funny is they all act tough and then it's like oh we're here for claire we're here to win over it's like you can't go from yeah, like shut up. I'm gonna fight you to well, my feelings and my emotions are being put out there. It's like I don't know, men. I don't know. <laughs> I agree. It hurts my head. I agree. I don't know. No, it's. I mean, it's. I'm glad that they're they're not dragging this out, right? Because we all know it's Dale. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's yes. So apparent. So here's my. Th- thing with yeah. him let's hear it well hold on I... before you say anything i looked okay. up his i didn't know his last name until last week and i looked up mm-hmm. his stats he hasn't even played in an nfl game 
He was a practice squad guy. Practice squad player. They they told it out there. The Green Bay Packers. Yep. And I only know this because one of my friends from back home writes for the Packers for the Athletic, and he Mm -hmm. sends me Snapchats all the time. Oh, Daniel was a Green Bay Packer. I have to watch. (laughs) Yeah, that's they were talking about. He's like, he's like, I thought I full transparency. I was I didn't know his last name. I was like, he kind of looks like a guy that would have played for like the San Diego Chargers. Yeah, that's what I thought. Then I look, I see his last name. Looked it up. No snaps. No, nothing. So my theory. Your theory. You could obviously like from Jump Street, like he's a clear cut favorite. She literally Mm -hmm. said, "I just met my husband when he walked (laughs) out of the the limo or whatever the hell Mm -hmm. he did." Um, Every time he's like around her, he's very touchy feely. I feel like one, he's only in it to get his name out there. Um, he's a model. He's a fucking Halloween costume party city model, according to the internet. Yeah. Shout out, to, shout out to one of my girlfriends who sent that to me. She goes, Can you believe this? And he's like, one of them, he's dressed up as a taco. Like, I kid you not. It's insane. So I think he's there to gain fame. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's just there to bang her. And I mean, that's clearly apparent. Yeah. Well, yeah. Based, <laughs> especially based on last season or last episode. Very clear. And I think she's so like head over heels with him. Like she should have just called it after night one. Like, why well, are you going to yeah. string these guys along? They obviously know, like they sniffed it out last episode that you're only in it for Dale. And like, what the hell are we here for? She's also like the horniest woman alive. Yeah, okay. Listen, listen, sister. I know, like, quarantine and whatever. (laughs) And, like, we haven't been able to see people and, like, touch people and whatever. Like, yeah, the whole world knows that. The whole world went through that. But, like, chill. Tone it down. You're like a a 15 right now. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know. I was, like, all on the Claire train after she called Yosef out and was like, yeah, I'm never going to put myself in a position to date men like that or whatever the hell she said and then she goes like and yeah it's, <laughs> I'm off I'm done with her I'm so glad she, I'm done so here's alright so I'll ask you one last question and then we'll wrap it up what's the obsession with Kenny I don't know I just what's like, the obsession with Kenny he's my type he's what's my the obsession type. He's tall. He's tan. I like dark haired guys. He's a boy band manager. He's got tattoos. Yeah, I know. He's also almost 40. 40 years old. He's 39 years old. He's a boy band manager. Doesn't look like it. So that's cool. Um, He looks clueless too. He looks clueless all the time. I think he's the best looking out of everybody left. He looks aloof. Yeah. I mean, who's one of them looks like a character from like Degrassi. A few of them do actually. Dale, See, like, I was all in on Dale, Dale and then like he lost me like that. I texted this to a friend. I said Dale is the typical guy that gets Twitter famous for fucking some girl over for something. That's yeah. what he looks like. Right? Yeah. Like the guy that goes viral for like, you know, God knows what. But like, I have to I can't remember exactly what I tweeted, but it was something along the lines of like, I can't wait for Dale to like reveal that he's an absolute piece of shit. Cause I'm attracted to him. And it just like makes sense <laughs> given like my track record. Like it makes so much sense. 
yeah, which he, as we're as we are coming to find out isn't completely wrong it wasn't a cold take um it was pretty uh pretty spot on it would seem so we'll um see. i think the biggest thing that we got from last episode was harvard guy just doing a complete yeah. 180 from right? the top rope like he went from the guy who he has to put that he went to Harvard in every single conversation. Yep. And he's, he's a big weirdo. He's a typical guy that yeah. works on Wall Street, went to Harvard. Ne- Harvard yeah. Will never not tell you that he works on Wall Street and went to Harvard. But then right. he went, Bennett, the Bennett's his name. But then he went to like, they went to the roast and he went at Dale, drops the mic. And I'm just like, you know what? Harvard's not that bad of a school. So I like... Same boat as you. I'm like, this guy's a James Bond villain. Like, he's really freaking annoying. He hasn't said two words since he's been here, except he has, like, a closet for his shoes. Yeah. And he walks around drinking dirty martinis in his robe. He went to Harvard. Like, a loser. Oh, and he went to Harvard. Did yes, you know in case you forgot. In case you forgot, he went okay. to Harvard. Um, and then, yeah, the roast, and he was just spitting. Also, I loved how everybody was going after Dale loved in the roast. I, loved I don't care that, that it was probably, like... She got so upset. The funny thing is, is that's probably was like 10% of the actual jokes they did, but the producers yeah. were like, no, fuck, like, this is gonna yeah. fucking crush. The fact that she got so upset, too, like, they all obviously know, like, why right. be upset with yourself that you're making these guys feel like this in this situation, where they need to talk about him this way, mm-hmm. instead of getting upset that they're picking on your little boyfriend. Oh, oh the fact, <laughs> hold on. The fact that she called him her fiance. Yeah. I'm not going to let them speak about my fiance yeah. like this. But I was like, like bitch, bitch, you literally spent four days together. Yeah. At most. That's, a, that's the other thing too. It's like, this like, hasn't been a long time. Oh, your fiance. If I, oh my God. If I said that on like the fourth date with a guy, I was like, oh, I'm just going to do with my fiance. They'd be like, yeah. Okay, no, you're not. I'm bringing you back home. Never yeah. speaking to you again. Blocked. Bye. <laughs> like, it's insane. I don't know. She's. Yeah. I'm so. Like I said, I'm so ready for her to go. I've had enough. Yeah, I'm over enough. it. That combined with the Dale thing, I'm. I'm incredibly over it. Um, but yeah, so it's gonna be on Thursday. Yeah. Which is day after we're recording this, so uh, I'm gonna. Ex- I'm gonna make a prediction. There's gonna be. There's gonna be some drama. Uh, one person is going to cry. Not including Claire? <sighs> yeah. Mm. She cries over, like, does. her dog tripping. Yeah. Like, she... Oh! That's one thing I needed to ask. The, uh, oh, the boy. kiss. He didn't... Oh, my God! He so, didn't do anything. Nothing. Nothing. I watched it four times. He didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. She literally... You could see it. It's... It was... I, to me, from a guy from a guy's perspective, and then if you can give the girl, sure. this is what I saw. So she goes in, and she meets she she wants him to go that extra, like like in yep. hitch, right? Act the extra ten percent or whatever. And yep. he didn't. He just st- he just stood there. Now the thing afterwards, like you don't need to yeah, that was a little wring, much. Her, wring her neck, but like relax. Yeah. it's just a kiss. But like he, she went the 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 eighty percent. He was supposed to go the twenty. He just didn't go the 20, and she kind of, you know, you pulled away a little too soon. Give it, like, three or four seconds. Maybe, maybe, this is, like, worst-case scenario. You, you, 
you go 85 instead of 80, see what happens. And then if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. She, it, from a girl's perspective, like, I hope uh, there have been guys where like, I, this has happened to where like, I've gone in to kiss them and I'm like, mm, not so sure I want to do this actually. So like, I like stop and I wait for them to come and if they right. come and meet and then whatever, like, ugh. I hope none of them are listening to this right now. I'm sure a couple of them are. And like, I'm, I'm sure they're, they're, I'm sure they're, they're going to know ex- exactly who. They're searching like, for right. Jets Brawl on their iTunes. Uh, being like, I know she was talking about me. She, she like completely blew this out of proportion. Right. He didn't pull away whatsoever. She None. went in and stopped. And like, he was, I don't know if he was like slowly going. He didn't just, even like, move. Thought I she was going further. Um, I don't know. But she... I don't, I don't know why. I will say what he did after is way too much. Like, yeah, relax, dude. Looks like he's going to choke slam her <laughs> yeah, into the pool. Fucking pick her up by her neck and throw her in the pool. <laughs> like, relax. But she, it, I don't, I think at that point she was just like looking for an excuse not to. Like, she didn't want to go on that date to begin She with. brought the dogs out. Yeah. Once she, the dogs it, came out, I was like, that guy's cooked. She didn't cooked. want to just be with him. Like, yeah, she, that guy's cooked. That's like one of those, it's just from like a girl's, again, a girl's point of view. Like if I'm sitting there on a date and I'm like messing with my nails or like I'm. You're cooked. You're done. Whatever. Like I don't want to be there. I'm looking right. for things to occupy my mind that aren't you. Right. You're and done. And that's what the dogs coming out was. That's, I, I knew that was, that was just the yeah. kiss of death right there. She's like, oh my God, my dogs. If I, like, if I'm brutal. that guy, you just got to make up an excuse and just be like, hey, uh, my car broke down. I need to leave now. And she didn't even have the balls to like tell him like herself, like, Hey, like this is what happened. And like what you did made me uncomfortable. And this is why I'm sending you home. She made Chris do it. Like, right. I don't know. I don't know. I think if you're going to blow something so out of proportion like that, and then like get so upset over it, like you, and it really was just like a misunderstanding. That's what I thought. I I mean, I don't think there was anything like malicious he did go over the top with his response or whatever, but I don't think he was doing it to like, no, molest her. No, it was like, like a, it was, it was the typical, like, the, oh, it, oh like, I'm so sorry. Like, I come fucked back. up. Let's do yeah. this again. And yeah. then she, she would have thought that he like tied her up with a rope and, you know, yeah. put a bag over her head and was like, come right. kiss me. <laughs> it's yeah. like, she kind of, uh, that serious. she kind of did blow that whole thing out of proportion again. Like the way he handled it was not okay um but it that shouldn't have happened in the first place like there was no reason for her to be like uh, okay never right. mind what gets me about these guys sometimes is that they watching this show they really have to do the bare minimum right like it's yeah. just it's just don't fuck up that's what it comes down to just don't fuck up and you're golden yeah. like maybe two nights you go the extra mile and like in the show's eyes it's like this guy family man guy you want to settle down with like if you just play like the just stay steady don't be an asshole don't fuck up you're fine i also i didn't know that the solo dates like if they don't go well you can get sent home i didn't know that was i didn't know that either yeah that's a tough look though that's a tough look the host was like so obviously like we know this means like you're going home (laughs) Like, what the fuck is obvious? What do you mean? This isn't obvious. Yep. Like, is this a thing? Obvious to everyone but myself, sir. Can I get, like, a, a disclaimer at the start of the episode or something? 
Like I need that. It's sort of a nice to know. So I'm yeah. not so yeah, yeah. blindsided. Can we not put this in the fine print next time? Yeah. Right. Like Jesus Christ. just throw in like before a commercial where it's like, oh, like a uh, flashing lights warning or whatever. Like, oh, by the Coming way. Up. <laughs> I, I will say though, like I've, for the last few years, I've always been like, oh yeah, I'm going to get into the bachelor. I'm going to get into the bachelorette. And like, mm-hmm. I just, I don't, cause there's usually hockey games being played right now and basketball right. games being played right now. And like, not baseball, probably normal life would be wrapping up right now or have been over for like about a week. Mm-hmm. But like there's other things going on that would occupy my time instead of the bachelor and the bachelorette. And now with none of that, I've really had no choice and I am hooked. It's Absolutely addicting. hooked. It's addicting. I just, I love the drama. I love it. Yeah. It's the, uh, the bachelor. It's, it's a lot. I feel like I would like <laughs> a little more because like all lot. the cattiness with all the girls. It's, like, I think that'd it's be insane. Awesome. And especially cause like the last year's dude was kind of a dweeb and they're fighting over him. Like he's Peter. Oh, the pilot, right, the pilot Pete. Yeah. So mm. yeah, it was. Yeah, I've heard about that one. It's. Didn't he not pick anybody? He didn't pick anybody. What a douche. Yeah, it was. That's no fun. Why are you gonna go through all of that just to not pick somebody? At it least was pick actually... somebody that have like a messy public breakup. Like, right. It was actually like a, an exciting end of the season, and then yeah. he just he fucking botched it. Completely botched it. What a jerk. Guys, what can I say? If you're, well, yeah. (laughs) If you're gonna go, if you're gonna go on a show like that, like at least like make it fun for everybody and like finish it out like how it's supposed to go, and then be messy in public and call it quits. You're gonna get more. You're gonna get more Instagram followers anyways if you do all that shit. Pick somebody, post three pics of you happy together, and then be like, "Hey, no, it didn't work out." Like, yeah. That's what happens. Like she eats like a cow and that's why he broke up. Like little <laughs> juicy things like that. Like doesn't paint her toenails. I could never be with someone that doesn't paint their toenails. It's things like that. Seems like, like a weird just... Peter thing to like. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You could, he seems like the type. <laughs> yeah, he you could tell and the funny thing too was is that from the scenes that we saw, you could tell he was absolutely garbage at sex. Like it was just Oh yeah. You can tell was, just by looking at him. It was like he's, he's like awkward, and it was like he's just he, one of those one of those guys, right? Like you just look at him, and you're like, uh, yeah. Like Aaron Rodgers, you look at him, and you're like, eh. Maybe really? his ex girlfriend was right. Oh yeah. Did you ever? Did oh. you hear Olivia Munn like talking about like one of her exes is like the worst sex she's ever had? You think that's Aaron Rodgers? I for sure think it's. Aaron what's the Rogers, list? All right, so. what's her exes? If it's she a dated, long list. She dated Aaron Rodgers. She dated Chris Pine. Um, (laughs) yeah it's definitely not Chris Pine I'll tell you that it definitely is not him um I feel like she dated one more actor in there it's for sure Aaron Rodgers you can tell he's just like one of those guys that just like lays there and expects (laughs) everything uh Olivia Munn bare minimum boyfriends uh, Brian Greenberg. Who the hell's that? I don't know who that is. Okay. Gonna, it might be uh, him. I mean, I'm still going with Aaron. Nah, I don't know. Is he dorky looking? Do that. Oh, he's kind of cute. I don't know. The dorky looking ones surprise you sometimes. 
It's definitely, I don't think it's Aaron. I think it's Brian Greenberg. Mm, All right. I'm going to Aaron Rodgers. He does that stupid mustache thing. It's him. We've, we've gone off the rails here. <laughs> <laughs> we went from talking about Cam Newton to Bill Belichick <laughs> to the past Patriots dynasties to dealing with idiots on Twitter to the Bachelorette to to Aaron Rodgers sex life. <laughs> which one of Olivia Munn's exes are the worst lay? <laughs> you got it all. You, we get it all here. We cover all there the bases you here. That's it. You asked me to come on the show. I'm going to give you a freaking show. Listen, look, <laughs> I, I'd rather talk about this than fucking football at this point. <laughs> this is this is what we need. Listen, you have a per, you have a permanent spot whenever you want to come back on, and we can talk Bachelorette. We don't have to talk any football it. if you don't want to. We can just make this we, a weekly yeah, thing. We can do a Bachelorette pod. That's fine with me. It's more Something exciting. To do. More exciting than whenever the fuck we're watching on Sundays. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, Bria, thank you for coming on. Um, of course. Where can the people follow you? Uh, BSP underscore 13 is my Twitter. That's where all the magic happens. Um, I like to think I'm a little funny, so you might laugh a couple times. Um, these are New York Jets people, though, so I don't know. if I make a lot of uh, anti-Jets jokes. I mean, um, we do, too. Yeah, but if you're going to get butthurt <laughs> about it, probably don't follow me. Uh, yeah, that's a good... Yeah. But if you won't, and you like to laugh at your mm. pain as well, like, I'm, I laugh at myself all the time. I mm. laugh at my pain. You're going to laugh great. at them with them. If you're one of those people, <laughs> come on over. Happy to have you. There we go. Well, Bree, thank you for coming on. Like I said, you can come on whenever you want to. We have a lot of time to fill between, yeah. now, between now and, I guess, the draft. Next year. Oh, yeah. 2023? I don't know. Who the hell knows? Whenever. Whenever we can go outside again? I don't know. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? But, uh, Hopefully soon. Yeah. So thank you guys uh, for listening. Subscribe, rate, and review. Do all that stuff. Um, and we will see you guys next week.